Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Sacred Flesh, a beauty podcast with a ghostly twist. My name is Lee Wick, and I am the owner of a gothic day spa in downtown Spokane called Vanity Makeup and Skin. I am also the owner of a uh, advanced ed- aesthetics and training company called Vane Industry Elevation that is located inside Vanity Makeup and Skin. And we are in mid-June, and we have come a long way. I think this is my fourth, this is well over our 40th episode, and we are going to be discussing the history of micellar water today, which is so cool. And I've learned a lot just kind of going down the research, but I do want to give my um, guest an opportunity to say hello first, because it is Allison Winward. Hi, Allison. I almost called you Allison Price. Oh, that's okay. (laughs) Allison and I have known each other since you went to Stevens. Yeah. So I went to McLaughlin. 15. Yes, 15. Mm -hmm. That is so crazy. So she's a Pasco girl and she is, has been my client for many, many years. And she has great skin, very sensitive skin. And She's also a high school science teacher and a scientist. Ooh, Ooh scary. <laughs> She's smart. She's always in high school. She was extremely hot and smart. And would you describe yourself as that? You were like an under, you never nerdy and awkward correct, at the same time. Would, absolutely too nerdy for school, but also hot where it's like, Oh, Allison, like, um, she really, we could cheat off of her and she's very hot. <laughs> it was all the hair. It was all the hair. Yes. In the eighties, that was the best. So tell us about yourself, Allison. So yeah, I'm a, uh, fan of the podcast. I've been listening to all of them. So really excited to be here and yeah, I'm, um, a mom of two and a wife and, um, uh, I teach, uh, science in the Tri-Cities. Um, I have taught in Spokane, have spent some time in Spokane, taught in Seattle for a while. I lived in Seattle about the time you did. Oh, weird. But I was having a very different um, kind of life experience <laughs> over there than you were. So I was I was the brand new teacher and the newlywed and the new mom over there. Oh, yeah. While no. you were partying it up. Hanging so. out with all those bands. That was a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So we came back to the Tri-Cities and, you know, had our family closer to the grandparents. And It's funny how the Tri-Cities does suck you back. Wherever your parents are, I think, is where you end up kind of going back to, which is awesome. I hope Grace comes back to me. but I think eventually she will. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But can we just acknowledge real quick on Monday your news uh, story that was broadcast by Robin Nance. Yay, thank you. It was so, so great. Thank you. I did black out during that whole thing um, because I was so nervous because I couldn't believe that I was actually willing to go legless on TV because Mm -hmm. it's been something that I've really, truly, you know, being Gen X and being born in the 70s, things weren't accommodate. Accommodations were not really even acknowledged. Mm -mm. And my mom really fought hard. We lived in a very, very small community in Utah. And so it was super easy for everybody to accommodate me. Everybody loved me. Like it was, my parents were really good members of the community. And so, um, my mom was a great advocate and she taught me to advocate for myself. But when, when we'd go to, when we came to Washington, you know, it was just a really, that was in 1983 and 
think accommodations still were not what they are now and accommodations are very subjective Mm -hmm. so I grew up really thinking that it would be better and this is not like for people to feel sorry for me or anything this is truly just a show of how much different our generation is from like the Gen Z's and like the alpha now because it's going to be so much cooler and freer for them to just be themselves Mm -hmm. because I truly felt like I my disability and acknowledging that in the community would create a hardship for others so I made all the accommodations right. mentally, physically. I made all the accommodations. Oh, I don't need to go there. It's okay. That building was built before blah, blah, mm. blah. I mean, all these things. <clears throat> and now I feel like, man, um, for God to kind of pull me in that direction f- to show myself in that way. Mm-hmm. It's so backwards because I'm not going to go legless now at this point in my life. I'm not going to walk around on my hands in downtown Spokane, like gross, right? (laughs) So I can't reach anything. My, my patience for things is way less. So it's like, man, I could have really enjoyed that experience when I was much younger and I was more spry and nimble and I, my abilities were so much more walk, you know, out of my legs. And now I'm just like, I just want to, continue to be comfortable and do my thing, but I'm getting recognized and that's weird. Yeah. That's really, You're a really celebrity weird. Now. And I like to be behind the scenes. I just, I don't mind. Like I like, um, I understand in the beauty industry, you're always kind of required to be like out there, right? Mm-hmm. You're always visibility is a really important part of being in the beauty industry. But I have that old school mafia mentality where I'd rather like pull all the shots from a dark room and like or a blacked out Lincoln Town car. <laughs> you have you have always been impressive though. Oh, I mean, thank you. and it was like you 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 fit in with everybody. Yeah. I mean, back in high school, you were just one of everybody. Yeah, we had a great and time in high school, and I loved everybody. Our entire class was amazing. Yeah, and so. when I think about. You know, we're moms of special needs kids. Yes. And, um, you know, earlier in my parenting journey, it was all about helping your child to try to fit in a little more normally. And and now there's been such a shift and it's a good shift of let's um, make the rest of the world a place um, that fits our kids. Agreed. And you that's a perfect way to describe it, because it was it's such a, a a a transition of really beautiful, natural, like people, Nina's age, don't even think about um, if there's a kid in a wheelchair in their class. It's right. not a, it's just not even mm-hmm. an issue. It's so cool. And, and kids on the autism spectrum are just a little quirky. Yeah. And, and a have, lot of kids are quirky and correct. that's okay. And we just, it's okay to even to acknowledge it and like accept it. Mm-hmm. And that's so, I think that you described it perfectly. And yes, you are a, definitely a special needs or your mom like me. So I just love you for that. I love you too. You're such a great um, example. Thank you. I think you you are too. Thank you. Cornball City. (laughs) 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 All of our Pasco people are going to be like, Oh my word! That's they're getting soft. I know what they are getting. And so today we're going to talk about micellar water. But before we do that, Bailey, would you like to say hello? Hello, everyone. This is Bailey's third podcast, yes. and Bailey is just kicking ass and taking names at Vanity. Um, very soon, I'm going to be. Um, 
I'm going to be announcing that I'm only going to do one Saturday a month. Wow. Good for wow. you. Done, nice. dun, 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 dun. So it's like, you got to get in and I'm going to be contacting my favorite clients first. <laughs> Thank you. And no, not that. That came out wrong. Sorry. Not favorites. <laughs> <laughs> so if she doesn't call you, you know. <laughs> Everyone's going to be looking at their phone like, oh, fuck. I didn't make the cut. <laughs> no, not favorite clients. Historically, the people who've made the trip from like to travel to me on Saturdays have kind of been my old school favorite client. Like, I was going to say, don't say oldest clients Not either. oldest, old school there. I just yeah. said it again. Beep. Um, they've been my existing faves who I know like super, super well. And um, it's, I feel like it's a, and the dollar value of the ticket is higher. Like financially for the business, it makes more sense for me to do it that way. And I'm at reaching a certain point in, my career and business ownership where I can hand off a lot of those things to staff and know that the business is going to be fine. And I can really, um, might have a really respect my free time. So that will happen soon. So I'm super excited for that. I almost called in sick today, but I <laughs> no. am the only person I would call into and you were here waiting for me. So I <laughs> You got to do my brows. Come I on. Do <laughs> and then we have B. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. Your wife came in, got I, waxed. I know. Yeah. She did. Yeah. Look at that. It was <laughs> awesome. And she did a great job. Bailey did a great job. Yeah. I sat in here and did nothing. Just did my admin duties. <laughs> she didn't yell, didn't scream, nothing. Wow. Yeah. She's a old pro at it now. She is. So. Yes. Thank you for... For bringing her in, that yeah, awesome. I'm not sure why I didn't think of it earlier. When she was, she was driving all the way up north to yeah. get it done, and yeah. then, and I was, and I was like, honey, you can just go right down the street because she works in the Bank of America <laughs> yes. building, and yeah, it, it's a no brainer. So well, and it's hard because we don't talk about every single service all the time, right. and so it just kind of slips your mind. Totally. But Bailey has a really specific goal with regard to with regard to intimate waxing. And so we're going to make that happen. Awesome. And so, yeah, we're going to be talking about that a lot more. Cool. So do you have anything to say? Um, Abby told me, I'm not going to say the name of the other place, but yes. she told me that the longer strips that they did mm -hmm. hurt a lot more than like the smaller ones that I did. Good. Mm -hmm. Good. So yeah. You've been getting great feedback from clients. So yeah. that's great. Yeah. Your ball is still doing good. Yeah, I mean, doing great. <laughs> may as well just talk about yeah, it now. Gotta, <laughs> gotta keep the trend alive. As a regular listener, that's what I thought of. Oh my god, <laughs> I knew. I instantly. Yep, he's he's next. Yeah, apparently I need to you know schedule my appointment. He's next. Let yep. let let Bailey and I have a little a little plan um, before oh. we before we bring in your ball. So don't you worry. <laughs> but you're Are you going to live stream it? <laughs> 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 we'll do a podcast another, right there. Uh, another we're going to mic him up. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're coming to you live from the Sacred Flesh, <laughs> in the treatment room, in the crystal treatment room at Vanity Makeup and Skin, for golden balls to get waxed. <laughs> he looks really uncomfortable right now. He's fine. It builds character. Uh, he's fine. <laughs> yep. Well. Yep. Well. Anyway. Okay, here we go. Micellar water. So... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me look at the time, make sure we stay on track because I know Allison has a great ghost story or two. I here we go again, I'm getting off track, but 
every time you post your genealogy and like who you're related to, I love mm-hmm. it so much because my sister-in-law knows all of our genealogical background and I want her to like create little stories for me like that so that I can, and I keep saying, I'm going to uh, connect with you and get all of our stories. Cause I think it's so interesting and I've heard them. I just have to write them all down and get the right. pictures, you know, so many. So I'm sure you have some amazing, um, that's I know you have an amazing lineage and can't wait to hear your ghost That's story. Cool. Okay, so micellar water. When I thought about what our topic was going to be specifically for Allison, Allison's skin, if you don't mind if I talk about it, is extremely beautiful. It's she's how old are you, Allison? I'm your age. 52. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> there you have it. There you have it, guys. Right? Bailey's like, wait, what? I mean, neither of you look 52. I but. don't tell my students my well, age anymore. She has a great esthetician. And yeah. <laughs> um, she started really... You've been my client even when when I was at the Mint, right? Or were you just in... No, once you got your place um, off of Gage. Yes, that's when yeah. you came in. And so me getting to know Allison's skin was really um, a great process. I mean, I learned something truly from every single client, no matter how busy or booked or long I've been in the industry, everybody's skin's different, right? And I will know whether or not somebody's skin responds to vitamin B um, before I know if they have a kid, because truly that's what interests me most. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's why we come to you. (laughs) Correct. And so when I learned what Allison's skin likes and dislikes, we started and I wait for that sweet spot and we just keep kind of going and going and going. And I can see the changes, but I wait until, and every time you're on the table, you can see the changes, but I wait until you reach that maintenance perspective where you start to really notice that glow and people start commenting. Mm -hmm. And usually it's about six treatments is kind of what what we can get to where it becomes a noticeable, visible difference and your skin is regulated and performing at its best capacity and you're using all the right products. And so I, I remember during, um, during COVID or right before COVID somehow you, Oh, you were going to be interviewed, right? Oh no. I was the Facebook friend of the day on the local news. There you go. And my picture yes. was up on, <laughs> on the TV and everybody's messaging me and, how do you look so young? You look so gorgeous. And so she tagged me in a bunch of stuff. And But with the trick to Allison's skin is really gentle consistency. And that is, consistency is the key for everything. Um, but Allison's is it needs a very gentle touch. She also has some of the issues that come with aging, like texture issues and different things that can happen. So really finding that balance between the, um, taking it to the next level, sort of aggressively, um, pushing it a little bit without inflaming any of the underlying issues is really important. So when I thought about, okay, what can I do? Allison really responds well to water-based products and she prefers the micellar water to remove makeup rather than an oil-based makeup remover. And I thought, oh my gosh, I don't even know where micellar water comes from. Ding, ding, ding. There you go. That's the, that's the actual topic. So Allison, tell us about the difference between, before we talk about the history of micellar water, how did you know you liked water-based makeup remover prior when compared to oil-based? Well, especially as I got to my mid thirties, I started having, um, some acne issues that Mm -hmm. I never had when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. And so 
I just, my skin felt better and did better when I just used something light and sheer that was not greasy because uh, I get clogged really easily and then I break out. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so I have been using um, micellar water, a couple different ones mm-hmm. for my eye makeup. I do wear quite a bit of eye makeup because I was a teenager in the 80s and, you know, you still do <laughs> it. Leave, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I'll follow up with, um, I, I'll double cleanse my skin. So I don't use micellar water all over my skin because... That's just too much rubbing for my yeah. skin. It, it's going to be too irritating. But yeah, just anything that leaves kind of that greasy buildup yeah. is not good for me. Yes. Um, do you like micellar water, Bailey? Um, yes. Well, I used to really, really like it. Um, in high school, I was super, super like literally oily within 10 seconds. Yeah. Like, just disgusting. Me too. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? Oil slick. That's yeah. what I used to call myself. Uh-huh. Um, so a lot of acne. So I used it a ton in high school. When you're my age, though, that oily skin's gonna, you're gonna reap the benefits of that. Exactly. Because, but already, my mm-hmm. skin is now like I don't know what happened in the past like two years. I think beauty school also. Yeah, for sure. You just um, know what products to yes, use now. Mm-hmm. But my skin is literally just I would say normal. Now. Yeah. Not like dry, not oily. It's just so now I love oil cleansers. But mm-hmm. if I would have used them before, that would have. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. What about you, Brennan? <laughs> Funny you ask. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, I use a. <laughs> Sarah V, yeah. um, fa- uh, hydrating facial cleanser. Uh-huh. That's I, I, looking it up. I think it has micellar water as like its base. As its base, yes. Yeah, and so uh, the funny thing is, Abby uses it as well, uh-huh. but she hates it because it. I don't really need a lot. Of, like I don't need a heavy like cleanser. Yeah, and it just doesn't work well for her. Well, um, we'll send her with some samples next time yeah. she comes in. Yeah. Yes. So micellar water, I got the majority of my um, historic information from Cosmetics and Toiletries. It is a magazine that I that I get, and obviously they have a website, and they have an entire um, article on micellar water and the history and how it is considered resurgent skincare, where it came back. It's been used for more than 100 years, but it really peaked um, it's, am I wrong? No, I just didn't know that. Yeah. Right. I'm like, well, the scientist is, is, no. is <laughs> <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Surf, surfactants have been used for many, many years. Let's listen to that hot science term. Yes. <laughs> See in my day, in our day, hot for teacher from Van Halen <laughs> was on the charts. Now that song would never even be made because it's inappropriate. Oh, I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> People still quote it to me all the time, and Honestly, it's really uncomfortable. I, was say, I bet you anything, some of your kids think you're hot because well, you're high no, school. No, I'm I'm the same age as like their mothers yeah, yeah, their and almost their their grandparents. Uh, yep, I've, we've got grandparents had, that are friends, true, yeah. and I've had students that are grandchildren. Oh of some my, of my Lord students. Almighty! Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't handle that, but yes, are you all right over there? Oh Brennan? man, that's I mean, that's like to have to have kids that are like. Kids of your kids that you already taught, that seems like they had kids really quickly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, some of them do. That's <laughs> so, micellar waters have been used for more than 100 years, but they really started peaking again in market interest in 2022. So the rush to follow micellar waters and their technologies has been described by consumer media as like a cult with its disciples eagerly accepting new micellar-based products and companies uh, flooding the micellar water space. 
So we thought, oh gosh, because we have, I've, we've used tons of different micellar waters, yeah. right? And so what makes the difference? I always think about, okay, what do I have on the shelf and then go backward? Like, why do I like the different things? Um, micellar water uh, was sold at 209.3 million. Um, they expect it to be 209.3 million by 2026. And in 147.6 million, it was selling in 2020. Isn't that crazy? So it really became a craze. Mm -hmm. And I also think that, you know, marketing and social media has such a huge impact on sales and what's popular versus, and, and, and it's micellar water as a concept is so, so simple that it has to sound like, so even if you're clean or synthetic or whatever you're trying to do in your beauty routine, it's something that would be really attractive to minimalists um, and with the clean beauty kind of moving towards one simple formula. Mm -hmm. So micellar water um, was developed and discovered in cleansing practices from France in the early 1900s. And in the days before traditional plumbing, the local water was really harsh to the skin. So French pharmacies developed what became known as micellar water for women to use as a milder cleansing alternative Notably, the mildness aligns with one of today's market trends, and it's achieved thanks to the significant uh, micellas that are less aggressive on natural skin lipids. Would you like to throw any science facts down (laughs) with that? So what's interesting about the molecules they use in micellar water... She's talking (laughs) it. Yeah, there we go. Because they are really similar to the the molecule that makes up Um, most of your membranes and your skins, which are a type of lipid. And so the uh, micelles are thought to be actually one of the forerunners of actual cells, just because the way the the molecules arrange themselves in water to have one part of the molecule towards the center and the other part of the molecule aligns outside where it's in contact with the water. Uh And that's really how the micelles work with getting like some of the do- the dirt and oil off of your face is it kind of encapsulates it inside the micelle and then you can just rinse it away. Where do micelles come from? So the surfactants in the micellar water are, you know, it's a chemical that they've put in there. Okay. And so part of the chemical is um, attracted to water. Um, and then the other part of the chemical is not attracted to water. It's attracted to the dirts and oils and that's why it grabs onto it. Right. Right. And so your cell membranes work the same way is that most of your cell membrane is um, not water soluble. And that's what really controls what gets in and out of your your cells and your skin. Wow. So is that Mm -hmm. why you can literally see like the separation? Correct. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like your oil and vinegar salad dressing that you've got to shake up. Mm hmm. Yeah. That's cool. So the um, pioneer of surfactant. Uh, my cell theory is John McBain, and he described soaps in terms of my cell theory of charged solids. So that's kind of what you just ex- described, right? Right, because part of the molecule is going to have a charge, and part of it doesn't. Which is why it it, it attracts water, and mm-hmm. but also removes dirt and debris. Correct. Nice. So then is it essentially the oil breaking down the oil? Correct. Okay. Yeah, like dissolves like. Okay. That's a chemistry thing. Yeah. That <laughs> is Well, I got badass. a D in chemistry. So. Not anymore. Yeah. Not in 
chemistry, but that's does, a different story. Does the water it go through any type of like chemical process? Like, is it oxidized or anything like that? Like, I'm, I'm I very. I believe it co- should be distilled. I'm just very confused of like how, like, what makes it micellar water versus like just regular, like, purified water. Like, is it just the stuff you add? To, it's just the surfactants you add to it, which makes it... A, yes. Like, okay. And it shows that in France in the 19th and early 20th century, um, the micelle was discovered or utilized or whatever and characterized because of a lack of plumbing. And in turn, they were trying to create um, better hygiene and cleanliness. And it was, um, there was no privacy since most homes had no bathrooms. So bathing men exposing one's naked bodies to other to others in a shared space, which confronted a taboo concerning morality. These be- beliefs resulted in a clash between hygiene and decency, which in turn rendered dirt and body odor as virtuous. Washing became confined to a quick splash at the hands um, and face about once a week. The idea of daily showers did not begin to penetrate the populace until 1970s. The micellar water story continues into the 1990s as it gained popularity among makeup artists who, according to several sources, needed to quickly and easily remove makeup from runway, runway models in uh, multiple times during fashion shows. It became it was already a staple in French pharmacies. Micellar waters became known for their powerful cleansing properties without causing irritation or drying to the skin. One source proclaimed they melt cleanly off skin with zero irritation, leaving no oil behind. So this efficacy paired with the appeal of French high fashion could provide another explanation for the market's embrace of the micelle water. Yeah, all that yucky stuff gets trapped in the middle of the micelle. That is badass. Mm -hmm. And if you think about, you know, a long time ago in France and anywhere, um, water was dirty. Yes. And if you wanted to bathe, you had to boil your water. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And that's why people didn't do that very often. And so it says it's a, in, in terms of micelle water's function, Bioderma explains that a surfactant has two different poles, a hydrophilic one, which means that it is soluble in water. So that's what you were talking about. And a lipophilic one, which captures fat particles, the latter being in, uh, incompatible with water. So whatever the sur- whenever the surfactant is aggregated, it shapes into what is called a micelle. The structure has been formed and has the form of an invisible microsphere. Wow. Cool. Wow. Hashtag science. Hashtag <laughs> science. <laughs> Bailey's like already tuned out. <laughs> I didn't understand that last entire. Like, I think it's like so... you nerds. <laughs> I love it. So I, the, the makeup, because I didn't really consider, this is so dumb of me, right? But it's like I've had two different identities in the beauty industry. I was a makeup artist. While I was a paralegal, so I would go and be a bitch by day. And then I'd just be this badass, like, on the weekends and at night. Like, okay, here I go. I'm rolling in. I'm going to do some makeup and throw down. And I do know that micellar water was something that was readily in everybody's makeup kit. Always. Didn't think about it from, like, a skin perspective. It truly was, like, from the cosmetic side. Right. And then when I came, when I became really involved in skincare, I realized through Allison, really that I needed to have more water-based ingredients because you were one of my first sensitive clients. I'm kind of high maintenance. You're yeah, very, I love the, it. The sensitive skin <laughs> and yeah, a lot of a lot of things that you put on me don't always 
you know, we did they work a error. little bit differently than other yes. people, and that's okay. But that type of skin teaches us literally the best. It, she's mm-hmm. she's her skin has taught me so much, and yes. my best my best some of my best compliments come from my most high maintenance clients, yep. where their skin is very finicky, and they're like, mm, no thanks, hard pass. I'm gonna freak out and inflame, and she's gonna have peeling, and we're gonna do all this stuff. That's been our we've been yep. had that journey with Allison's skin, and so whenever you post a thing where you talk about your skin lady and, and your skin looks so great. And then you get all these compliments about how young you look. I'm like, yes. And I have not had a lot of adverse reactions coming out of here just because you do know your yeah. ingredients so well. So, you know, don't, don't be afraid to come to vanity. If you Correct. have sensitive skin plus aging skin plus hormonal acne, I mean, it's just kind of a nightmare. <laughs> aging is not for a week. It's not. And sensitives are one of my favorite um, client base because I learned so much from you and it's really not, um, it doesn't a lot of estheticians. Like I would prefer a sensitive client over an acne client because I don't, I haven't had as much experience with acne. That's not my specialty. Mm -hmm. And that's where I give them to Bailey. Like I need an acne specialist because I won't be, um, doing teen acne facials. That's just doesn't, resonate with me and but other people other estheticians love that and they feel like that you're not an esthetician unless you like acne and I'm like I beg to differ because I like your your aging acne is different different very different you can't use the same products that you would use on a younger person with acne and I think that so much of what's like there's so many different um scopes of, or so many different types of acne that really figuring out and and different types of rosacea that present as acne. So understanding those differences is really important. So we can, yeah, we've, my mom and Allison have probably my two biggest sensitives that I've learned the most from just through trial and error. And then looking at your skin today, I'm like, dang, it does look good. Do you have any makeup on today? I do have some makeup on today. Okay. I've I've got a little redness and a little texture issues. It's time to see Lee. And we're doing a facial today too (laughs) while you're numb. Okay, good. All right. Um, so do you have anything to say, Bailey? I've been thinking about this. I think also like part of the reason, especially now, my solar water is like going so crazy is yeah. because all these TikTok people who think they're estheticians, <laughs> this is one good thing that they did do <laughs> is tell people to throw away the damn makeup wipes and yes. start using my solar wipe or whatever, my solar water. Yeah. But you still need to cleanse right. after my solar water. Correct. You do mm-hmm. you do need to cleanse after my solar. It's truly just removing your heavy your things that are on your face. It doesn't do any treatment. Yep. Same with if you even use a micellar water-based makeup remover that leaves, you have to cleanse. Mm-hmm. It will leave that surfactant, right? Mm-hmm. On yeah. You. Yeah. Isn't you that do, a science you word? You have to at least rinse and then, yes. and then though, if you're double cleansing, you do need to cleanse again. Yes. Even though it says it doesn't feel oily, I, I personally have always felt a little bit of that, you know, mm-hmm. when I just rinse. And like, that's when I Because like, it is that soap component. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. I was like, why is my face I go? I think more people are going for, you know, the the natural ingredients and people will say, you know, this doesn't have chemicals in it. And, you know, those of us who are sciencey, you know, everything is made of chemicals, water is a chemical. (laughs) Yeah. But um, I think that's part of the appeal. People think, oh, it's just water. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah, but there's other stuff in it too. Yes. Yeah. And when you think about why it was created and the whole hygiene issue is so 
I mean, gross, really. If you can only rinse your hands and face once a week. Totally. I mean, there's a a significant soap component in there. Mm -hmm. If that's what they're using to stave off odor. Right. That's why people were sick all the time, too. Yes. Do you um, sell in micellar water? I do. In, yeah. In Matusa? No, I'm. That's one of the things I want to bring on. Um, finding a base micellar mm. water and then finding a way to put it, it. Yeah, to <laughs> put to put it, it. But I've got my so my next five products are geared towards sensitives. Mm. So I know that the micellar water has to come into the picture somewhere, either as a makeup remover or as part of that line. Um, But I really, really, really enjoy the anti-aging component on a sensitive skin because that is truly a delicate balance of... Very much. mm -hmm. Because you can't do all the heavy, oily things that would keep you from wrinkling. Yes, no. And you can't do the aggressive rubbing that would help, you know, remove a lot of that dead skin that can cause excess creping. It truly is... um, really highly individualized for each sensitive person that's aging and having an esthetician that really knows your skin and can kind of look at how your skin reacts to different ingredients under the light and immediately upon contact as that whatever molecule absorbs Mm. is super important because you could put something on and slap it on your face thinking, oh, I just got this at Target and I'm going to leave. And then two hours later, you're totally inflamed and you don't really know because you put a bunch of products on it. So it's so, it's such a delicate layer Um, and watching for the response. It truly is alchemy on your skin. Yeah. Wasn't I ask, have you, have you made micular water like yourself? Like you made your water? Sorry. I'm I'm reading the name and I'm like, I'm not familiar with, with the production of it. Okay. Um, Well, apparently like there's people that just make this on on the internet. And so like, there's like, the recipes. Yeah, and, that, and I've seen those. <laughs> and I've seen those. I would and I be wanna... concerned about correct. their surfactant. Yeah. Correct. Some of that can be seriously nasty. Very, stuff. very nasty. So that's the part. It's like I would love to find like a base micellar water that I um, mm. could include. Like, like you could put like the rose water and the other Yeah, and we it. have mm-hmm. a micellar water right now that we um, sold from Herla, but we've now Herla um, – is no longer, I, I, I don't really understand, I don't know what's going on exactly with Herla, but we're not selling them anymore. I think that they are, um, it's becoming harder and harder to get. Mm. And they're based in Poland. So now they've got a Poland uh, website in Polish and they've rebranded completely. So more of a European brand now. Yeah, which is, I mean, I love their products, but I just don't know how to go about doing a wholesale agreement with um, them yet. So I found a dupe for the Herla um, micellar water that's really, really good too. And that's the one we're selling. But I know that it can't be, um, I know there's reputable micellar water. So don't, you're not recommending people to go no. out and make it. No. It, it. Like you do have to add like some glycerin and yeah. stuff to it. And it was like mixing that kind of stuff is like, that's that, that stuff's not... I always Can't tell my students <laughs> not to mix chemicals willy nilly. Please ask no. first. Yes. And here's what <laughs> happens when you mix chemicals willy nilly. I'm going to tell a Matusa story. So, <laughs> oh. Oh, no. so I got a, I have one of my products is called immortal and it's the 24 karat gold, um, infused hyaluronic acid. Mm-hmm. I had a great 
vision for, and I have a chemist that I'm working with in New Jersey and we came together and he gave me, we you do a lot of trial and error. I was given the specific um, formula number or whatever for the gold that, that I, the naturally um, harvested or derived gold that I was supposed to get powder mm-hmm. flakes, dust, whatever. Yeah. I couldn't find it. Um, I got a base of pure hyaluronic acid, which is great, but I really wanted that gold infusion in there. So what I did is I went on and looked for that specific number of naturally derived gold that I could buy in bulk. And I had found one that was a couple numbers off, but it was super close and it was edible. And I thought, shoot, Mm. man, that's going to be great because you can eat it. It has to be non-toxic. It has to be fine for your skin. Bought it, literally bought it. My husband said, I don't know, should you like bottle like about, you know, like 10 of them first and then wait a couple weeks and see what ha- and mm-hmm. see what happens. I'm like, no, are you, you a chemist? Your, you were in your all in brain. And I'm like, are you a chemist? No, babe. Like I'm doing all 60 bottles yeah. right now. I do 60 bottles. Get this done. Yep. Got to get it on the shelf. I, I do all 60 bottles. I, I let it sit for the amount of time that you're supposed to let it sit. I go to put it on the shelf and I'm really proud of myself. And I go to, put some on and it smells terrible, like terrible, like it will make you puke. If terrible. It, if it wasn't pure gold, it probably was reactive. Correct. Yeah. So it still looked beautiful yeah. and it literally smelled like vomit oh. and socks. And who mixed. knows what it would do on skin. Correct. So then I was like, that's weird. That smell. That one smells weird. Maybe I did that one. Wrong. <laughs> so then I opened another one. That one smells weird. And so I can feel this kind of panic, like, shoot, you did not. You went rogue. Like, you have no business doing that. You are not a damn chemist. What in the heck is wrong with you? And so I'm panicking, opening up all these things, calculating how much money I've wasted, literally wasted. And so I'm like, oh, my gosh. I go, hey, honey, can you come here? I'm going to put some of this on your skin and you tell me if it like, <laughs> if, if you smell it, like if you smell it. So I put it on his arm and he's like, he doesn't even get it up to his arm. And he's like, Ugh, oh, that's not right. And I said, yep, yep, it's not. Um, and he goes, wait, is this what, I, should you have just done 10? And I said, yes, you're so right. So that was like a, oh gosh, $750 mistake on at least Um, but what it did is cause then I dumped everything out Mm -hmm. and actually contacted my guy and said, um, is this, could this have happened? He's like, yeah, the molecule changes when it gets in water. Like that's, yeah, you, that's not right. That's, did you follow the, (laughs) (laughs) no, no, sir, I did not. So, (laughs) and, um, directions are for sissies directions. (laughs) And I thought, man, this has to make perfect sense, right? You can drink it. You can eat it. You can put it on cupcakes. Why can't you just put it in this product Mm -hmm. and have it have a two year shelf life? No big deal. Oh no, it's nasty. And so, but what I did do is when I dumped everything out, I realized, um, and then I re-sanitized all my containers and did all of that, I realized my labels stayed intact. So now I'm thinking of doing a refillable program for people who purchase Matusa to have more of an ecology and green and less waste. Reducing um, that plastic use. Yes. 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 But I don't know the legalities of that yet. So that's still in the, but it was really great learning experience. Expensive, Mm -hmm. expensive. So that's what happens when you just go willy nilly and (laughs) and buy stuff off the internet. (laughs) 
Lesson learned. <laughs> Lesson learned. Suddenly I'm like, and then I was thinking, well, here's how the old, old lady in me that's very frugal, because mm-hmm. I'm still thinking, well, I'll just use this as a hair rinse because hyaluronic acid's still really good for your hair. And so I put it in these huge spray bottles and I was going to spray my hair. Couldn't do it. Made me almost gag. Oh, I had no. It. No, no. No matter how bad it is, I'm not... I don't know. Wow. I wonder what it turned into. Is it like a sulfur smell? It smelled like vomit. I can't describe it. It was like nothing I've really ever smelled before except for vomit (laughs) and a little bit of sock, dirty sock. Not, not just dirty socks from tiny kids. We're talking a 19 year old's (laughs) dirty sock. It's hard to market that product. Right. Yeah. And it wasn't like, as soon as you did the, as soon as you put the little dropper and you're like, what's that smell? (laughs) And it like kind of releases I wouldn't have described it instantly as sulfur. Maybe it was weird. Very weird. Hmm. Hmm. Not good. Yeah. Not good. So that's what happens, Brennan. Oh, I, my dad's a chemist. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's a chemist. And when I was probably like a, a young and cleaning stuff, uh-huh. I had mixed ammonia and Clorox together. Oh, which, almost oh. killed yourself. Which can be deadly. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't mix it, like, but I was like mixing it, like, I'm on make a, like, cause I knew ammonia was, and Clorox were like good cleaning things. So I was like, and I had like a bottle and I was mixing them and my oh, dad's no. like, do not do that. And yeah. So oh. yeah, yeah, like I. Was he really calm and said it just like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but we, from, we, probably, we had so much ammonia around the house, which is probably not a normal thing that people <laughs> clean with though. because like, it, it was because my dad just had it. Yeah. But like you take like the, we'd always clean our to- like toilets and bathtubs with like that, a powdered um, bleach. Common. Like, like common. Yes. yes. But that's what you, ca- like that's what you can't mix together with right. Right. ammonia. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So don't have ammonia around your house and Clorox in the same space. No, no, <laughs> no. I've literally cleaned my bath like that. Comment and then bleach over it and then is oh. that a mix? Is that the bleach? mix? Bleach and bleach is okay. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's what it is. Is it'll stink bleach. really bad? Yeah, yeah, just double bleach. I was literally. Like, it'll I make your eyes take, water. Oh, yeah, take a couple seconds. You I don't want to. You don't want to breathe all those fumes. Yeah. though. Yeah, no. It was the worst. <laughs> like that was the one and only time I cleaned my bathtub like that. I was like, well. <laughs> Should we do any um, final thoughts on micellar water when you... So I do want to say we do have a micellar water that we, we sell that's rose-based that's $32. It's amazing. It smells yummy. Um, yes, it does smell yummy, and it removes mascara. What I love about it is that it you can let it sit on a little cotton round, and it removes the mascara without even any rubbing, which is so cool, based on how many coats of mascara you use. Right. But you can really, really, really get it off with not a lot of friction, mm-hmm. where sometimes... It, with other makeup removers that won't remove the mascara at all. Um, so I love that um, the mascara removal with micellar water is my favorite because you can just do a few downward strokes without pulling your eyelashes out yes. and it just like slips the the mascara right off, which I love. And we have um, that always on the shelf and then be on the lookout for Matusa to come out with one because that will um, happen as well. So I'm super excited. I'm excited to try something from your line. I haven't done that yet. So, so the products, yeah, I've, I have the mask you will love. And you were one of my like clients 
I, you know, when I did, when I developed, when I figured out what products were going to be released in this first seven, mm-hmm. I had a few base clients because it's not just necessarily an, for one set of clients, right? Right. It, all the products aren't going to work for every single person. It's just like a real, these are seven staple products that mm-hmm. you can mix and match based on anything that you, that you need. And the mask that I, you were one of my staple people that I was thinking about from that because that was more of a nourishment mm-hmm. anti-aging standpoint rather than a exfoliant. Right. And it's so cool because it kind of feels like Nogzema from the 80s, <laughs> but it doesn't have that harshness. It's oh, my so cool. Yes. And I remember I can cleaning smell it just thinking about the word. And I remember using Nogzema, which was horrible for my skin, and I broke out terribly. Yeah, I couldn't use it I either, could but never it smelled it. so good. And it felt so good. Uh-huh. And you really felt like, oh my gosh, I'm getting clean. You thought you were clean. You really do. And then this one has an ester C component, which mm. will help you get that brightness and right. that nourishment without the harshness and it kind of, um, melts into your skin rather than sits on the outside and just like burns things. And yeah, I love (laughs) (laughs) All right, Allison, let's tell a ghost story. One, do you have any closing thoughts on micellar water? Do you feel like we've covered it enough think, for your students I out there on the interwebs we today? We probably covered way more than people wanted to know. That's how it is at, at <laughs> the sacred flesh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ghost story time. Well, one thing I was remembering, I went down the hall before I came here oh, yeah. and I remember going into that bathroom down the hall before I had ever heard about anybody else having experiences in there. And the first time I was in there, I felt like... I was rushed. I felt like I was in somebody's way and I needed to finish what I was doing and get out of there. Um, and that was really interesting later when I heard about you never your other that. ladies. Yes. Yeah. And Allison is like very non-melodramatic. So you know, that's the truth. Because some people are dramatic and like yeah. to. Right. Allison is and I not. Mean, I've She's got, science-based. I've got my science mind, but um, I don't know. I and I don't feel energy like you do, but yeah. sometimes you, you can still pick up on some of that. Yes. 100%. So And the rushed is really interesting mm-hmm. because if they are two female nurses and they're doing their makeup and talking and wanting to catch up. And I was all in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, what are there? And that is a consistent. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I had no <laughs> idea. Okay, that's good. Um, the other story I wanted to tell because I my um, I have some one set of my grandparents that I came to visit all the time growing up, and they lived here in Spokane, and I was very close with them. And my grandfather passed away literally like two months before I got pregnant with my daughter, who's my first child, and um. I remember when I when I told my parents and my grandmother that I was expecting, the first thing my mom said was, oh, grandpa would be so happy. And so, you know, that, that was kind of it. And then fast forward to me being in labor and being told I need an emergency C-section, which was like my nightmare. Oh, my gosh. Um, and I was, I was so terrified and, you know, getting wheeled in there and everything that's going on. And... I, I thought of my grandfather just all of a sudden he came comes to my mind. Um, I feel like he's close. And I can see you getting emotional. And it just that, yes. it just it I it calmed me down. Yeah. It relaxed me. Uh-huh. Um, and what's interesting is that 
my mom and I had already started calling my daughter by her name, Mm -hmm. which we were going to use if she was a girl. And I didn't know if I was having a boy or a girl, but her name, she's named after his mother who he loves so much. She was Mm -hmm. such a, a great lady. And then when she was about, she wasn't even 18 months old. She was walking, but still wasn't really talking, had her pacifier in her mouth. We came here to Spokane to see my grandmother, and she had a, a photo of my grandfather, the last kind of professional photo he had in her living room. And my daughter's toddling around, and she looks, and she starts pointing, and she's smiling around her pacifier, you know oh how gosh, they I do. Oh my gosh, I have goosebumps. Mm-hmm. And kind of saying something. I couldn't tell what she was saying, but she's pointing at him and smiling. And it was just, yeah, it was, it was goosebumps. Yeah. And I like to think that they had met each other. Yes. Um, coming and going. 100%. Yes. Um, but yeah, those are just really, really good memories. Um, like you were mentioning, I, I feel connected to my family yeah. and I try to find out more about them. And, you know, I think there's a whole lot more people that, care about us and are, you know, they can see yes. that we're doing well and they can yeah. see, you know, that we're raising our children and, mm-hmm. and, and just the energy behind somebody's life mm-hmm. and all the thousands of people that came before you in your lineage. And then I believe because I have adopted children that like you, you, your families can Absolutely. pass each other and mm-hmm. make packs mm-hmm. and contracts and because I don't believe that my children were just accidentally due to whatever um I believe that I not at all I passed the vibe check with all their family yep. right and that I truly truly believe that it's written in the book of time everybody's names and that is that to me is just so cool when you think about all the thousands of women and men that came before us and um, just the energy behind oh yeah her name and the and that recog- that recognition that yeah. was like instantaneous mm-hmm. that's just badass and he he loved he loved little ones he loved his grandkids and I know he was super excited mm-hmm. about her mm-hmm. you know but well I remember when I met Grace and wondering if she actually came out of you everybody says Let that yes. <laughs> when I first talking to you on Facebook. I'm uh-huh. like, there's no way that's not Matt and Lee's daughter. Right? Like, yes. She literally looks so And w- one of the ways like we it. reconnected is when Grace oh, was in this. my class. Yeah. And so... Grace was her... Sci- she was her oh, science yeah. teacher. And, and Grace so, is a, v- a big science nerd. Uh-huh. Go ahead. And I, I, I emailed... I sent an email home because Grace, bless her heart, was in this class that will live in infamy... <laughs> And I felt so bad because she she's such a rock star. Yeah. You know, I had this this small group of kids that were basically suffering with what I was having to do to keep control in the rest oh of the class. Gosh. And um, so, yeah, I wanted to send an email home and I knew she was yours. And so I emailed home to say what a good job she's doing. And it's a rough class. And, you know, I just want her to know that I appreciate her. And then Lee was like. Allison, yes. <laughs> I didn't know this was you. Yeah. Aww. 
Because she would talk about Miss Winward. And I'm, I mean, duh, we were friends on Facebook, yeah. but I still mm-hmm. didn't like. And then when you sent that message home and Grace, Grace's personality reminds me of yours because she's very, very um, logical, very like. She, she observes. Yes. And- she's never just a reactor and go. She really is methodical in all of her decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is really, I'm very, very proud of her. And yes, yeah, she does look like me and it's wild. Yeah. She and really she does. acts like me. Her, we met her new boyfriend this weekend or this last week. And he said to Grace, you act just like your mom. <laughs> and then she said, I'm sorry, because he's like, he's, she's so, she's such a strong woman, you know? And, and my husband is very chivalrous and she, and she, he's very chivalrous. So it's like, but, I appreciate chivalry, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not relying on you, dude. So Mm -hmm. don't, don't, don't start thinking that. Yeah. So yeah. Tell me what to do. It's more than DNA. (laughs) It is. It really is. Totally more than DNA. I absolutely agree with that. So, well, Brennan, do you have anything you would like to add to that? No. I mean, that's, I mean, I, that's awesome. I was thinking this about this. Man, I got to edit all this out. I'm like, leave it. Brain fart. Um, the whole thing about kids and them, their parents is like it's it's so bizarre how much like kids just latch on to your like to our traits like Link yes. and Ivy are just like it's Link is exactly like me looks exactly like Abby Ivy looks exactly like me and acts exactly like Abby isn't that wild yeah. yes and it's uh but it's it's really fun to watch <laughs> it is as a I parent. Love that. Well, and going back to your daughter, who we are not naming, mm-hmm. I absolutely love her. And she feels so comfortable in here. Yeah, and, and I love that because yeah. I know that that's a challenge for mm-hmm. her to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that she trusts us here, to, and Bailey will meet her um, yes. today, and she is just awesome. I mean, she'll tell you exactly what she likes and doesn't like. Love it. And... She knows she this is a safe space for her to yeah. come and recharge. And I absolutely feel like that's honoring your grandpa as well. Like that's the part to me that I feel so strongly about. She that. loves Spokane and she loves coming here. But, yeah. but noise and crowds and that's so difficult for her. And yeah. um, oh, the other thing is when, when we first went to Bark, we went to mm-hmm. the rescue pub. My grandfather yes. used to load up his milk truck in that building. Oh, wow. he, yes. he was a milkman and she she was immediately at ease there. It was busy and it was noisy. Um, you know, granted they have good food and there was cats that we were gonna see, but I just I just couldn't help but feel mm. There was some vibe there. There is a vibe there. And when I did that, we did an episode on lactic acid. And so we researched that the Spokane's milk history mm-hmm. with that building. And then when I released it and you listened to it and you're like, oh my gosh, my grandfather used to do. And then the next time you came down, you took her there. We did. It was so cool because I felt that same. I had to go in through the back door to go into there through like this underground weird. Like the loading area. The loading area Uh where it's really cool underneath the rocks. And boy, that about sucked me out of my body. Oh, I bet. Just because of how cool and just all the old just all yeah. the activity that was there. Yeah. Oh, he did it for years. Yeah. All over Spokane. And so I just love the fact that she intuitively became at ease there. What an amazing, and that's a really cool building. 
It is. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. And Bark has good food. Yeah. So mm-hmm. good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Bark, Brennan? I have not. I need to reach out to them and let them know they're on my, scares, my podcast. It scares me. Bark it, scares you? Because I well, always want to take home a dog. And I don't oh, want yeah. to take home. But I don't want a dog uh, ever again in my life. <laughs> well, they're not like wandering no, freely know, through know. the restaurant. I, yeah, I know I can, I can just go there. I, get, I, get, I just haven't been. Well, and you don't have to see the animals to, to support the oh, okay, agency. Yeah. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. the restaurant portion is different. And then you have to like go back into uh, where the animals are yeah. kept, where yeah. they're on display. So you don't, they don't mix that. So if you just wanted to go and have your meal help the Humane Society, right. you could, and they have amazing Bloody Marys. Oh, wow. I've seen the pictures of the And their Mary. salads yeah. are, re- their food is really good. It is. Good, the, good. the S'mores charcuterie board mm. is Ooh, I've very not had nice. That. And they're gluten-friendly. So nice. anybody who is concerned about that, Yay, we need to I need to reach out to them and say Yeah, the do the igloos. <clears throat> yes, and, um, igloos are so fun. That'd be so fun, literally. Well, do we have any final thoughts? This was a really amazingly um effortless and a lot of information on the I always it's so funny whenever a new podcast drops new estheticians will reach out and say how much they learned. Oh good. And it's so cool for me because it's like I learned just as much, right? Yeah. Like just as much. I never knew. We're just using products and not realizing where they come from. Literally. I was worried about following up your last guest. Which was that? Who was that? Victoria. Or the last one that was produced With, was Victoria. Oh, that was Mandy. The, oh, no. No, that one's not Oh, the, the, gal, oh the funeral director. The gal. funeral director. Yes. yes. So... No, you do well. You do. You do. You're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. Every guest, it's I so feel fun like fun to be here. I feel like I sit and listen to you guys all the time <laughs> because I'm like a fan girl. I love it. I think it's so cute. Well, it's so funny because everybody feels like they know Brennan too. So when they come to the <laughs> podcast, exactly. yeah. it's like they're like, "Oh my gosh, your voice!" And they'll Literally. say stuff like, "I love Brennan." Anyway, just me, me and my balls. You and your balls. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> oh, man. You can splash your balls with my yeah. solar water, Brennan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> While sunning. Oh. <laughs> and there's Robin once again. <laughs> she's literally, every day, every time she'll send me a text, she's like, well, I was named in another episode. Thank you. <laughs> Robin, I brought up your name in a positive light. Yes, she did. She did. All I was talking about was Sunny, and I didn't even bring up Robin. <laughs> she knows. Oh, um, the Sun Holios is the fan club. That's oh, right. I right. <laughs> My um, Grace is going to, we're going to go to Vegas in mid-July. Oh, fun. As a family, which is so funny because my husband and I have been to Vegas many times mm-hmm. on not kid-friendly trips. <laughs> Um, and Nina wants to go to Vegas this year. And so we were like, we said Sedona, San Francisco or San Diego or Vegas. Nina's like, let's go to San- to Las Vegas. Matt and I were like, okay. <laughs> There's a lot to see. That- there is. Yeah. So now yeah. I'm planning Fun. this. I'm planning this non. Adult. Whorish <laughs> trip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, Okay. And so Grace is like, I want to come. So Grace is going to come and when she's going to bring her, her boyfriend. Ooh. And so she can have some fun times without, cause I literally have to be in bed by 10. I'm not yeah. going to do, I'm 52. Like we're going to get wild between like four and mm-hmm. seven. Exactly. And then I'm going to go back and remove my makeup, do my 25 step skincare mm-hmm. routine and scroll on social media or watch TV and be in bed. Um, so she's going and she's going to come here 
on in July before we go to the pot before we go to Vegas. And I'm going to have her be a guest on the podcast. Oh, fun. Because she's super into astrology, like uh-huh. super into astrology. And truly, like, this, the she's fascinated by the planetary alignment on birth signs and how everything can go and how some cultures really live their entire life by astrology, like mm-hmm. in India, how astrologers really just rule everything. That if you want a life guidance, you go and talk to the astrologer and... um and how she's been fascinated with that for her whole life. And there is a connection with moon phases. Yes. And life, literally. The more she explains it to me. And then she is, of course, on loves NASA and like all. And so she sends me based on our um, moods and based on different things, all of because NASA, you can go on and put your birth date in there oh, and yeah. it will show you exactly yes. how this a picture of your right. stars. And it is so funny because I have all of our family and you can see Matt's and versus mine and how I just look like this beautiful exploding mess. Literally. And <laughs> but it makes kind of sense. And Matt's is very calm with like an occasional interesting. Yeah. And then Joshua's is just like a huge mess <laughs> and Grace is calm. <laughs> and like Nina, it's just so funny. And so I've learned a lot from her with regard to the science behind the planetary alignment, mm-hmm. not just the empty. Oh, I'm going to give you your read your, right. what does my horoscope say today? Right. It's way bigger than a horoscope. Mm-hmm. It's wild. So I love that. Yes. I love grace. Thank you. She loves you too. <laughs> and on that note, do you have any closing thoughts, Bailey? I don't think so. Have you learned a lot this episode? Yeah. Big words. Okay. Big <laughs> words. <laughs> Sorry. No, I it's love fine. It. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and if you were trying to teach me about like the periodic table, that'd be a different, different Do you story. guys still? Oh yeah. The periodic table. Yeah. Of course you still use the periodic table. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In, in I bio- was thinking the Dewey Decimal <laughs> System. Yeah. No, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Library. Yeah. Correct. But I do <laughs> got to give a shout out to my high school chemistry teacher, Miss Lindquist. You were the best ever. Oh, even though I don't like science, you made me kind of like science. So, I love oh, it. That's always nice to hear. Well, you're going to have a ton of science-based um, words and for sales that you can that's throw out here because it's not really, you don't have, just really when you learn about the products that you love, it's you easy know. to talk yeah. about the science because that's how it works. Mm-hmm. And then that helps it sell because consumers are really interested in that. So. Really. Okay. All right. Everybody say goodbye. 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 Why did we just harmonize? I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Oh, cool.